0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast. Filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice, too. Whatever you need. uh, Like it on YouTube. Share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast, Santi. I don't know what episode this is of live. Who really knows? Who really counts anyways? Yeah, that reminds me. Like, they're, they're talking about... I'm not into reunions and things like that. I don't know why that just popped in my head. Like people are like, are you gonna do like other businesses are like, you're gonna do your five year anniversary, you're gonna do your ten or fifteen. I was like, I don't even know what day we started. I just go into the next day. I'm not even aware of these anniversary parties. Are you Are you aware? Uh, we started 2009. Yeah. So, but I don't remember the actual <laughs> specific day that we started. We don't have We didn't have a ten year anniversary or any of that. So I don't. Are you aware of anniversaries a lot? I mean, I'm aware of them for personal reasons. Relationship ones? or like, Relati- Well... Uh, or work anniversaries? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I started, I think... Do you know what day you started here? I think so. Like the 27th, something like that. Of April? Yeah. Because I don't... I don't okay. I was like the last week of April. All right. Yeah, it just... I don't... It just doesn't... I don't even remember my friend's birthdays. It just seems like it's such a process that it's not like... I don't know. It's not like... I feel like again we've always just started, so it's not like a big, a big moment for it to be ten years or fifteen years or whatever. But anyways, I just thought that. But we were going to talk about player development today, and the reason why I'm going to talk about player development because I was rereading, I don't know the book. It's actually an AI book, but there's a Kurt Vonnegut quote in there that really hit me and got me thinking about player development. Basically, the quote is I made bastard out of this quote. The basically the quote is if Taking, taking a step back to get things right is taking a step in the right direction. So, and that is a probably the biggest quote we should put out here on the club. We probably should, because you won't, if I had a nickel for every 12-year-old's parent that said, listen, my, you know, Billy can't change his forehand because he's got a tournament next week. Um, he's only 12, He's not going to, you know, he's not going to the Wimbledon final next week. Nobody wants to make changes because they think the micro is more important than the macro. So you've got to be willing as a player to take a step back sometimes. And that's a good step in the right direction to be better long term. I mean, you think about, I mean, there's so many examples of this. Think about Tiger Woods in the beginning was a phenom, Right. Then there was something with his swing. It was a Butch Harmon working with him? Changed it, was working on it, didn't have some great results, and then everything started to click, and then he won everything. It's a perfect example, and he was at the highest level, right? So if you're 12 and 11, and you don't want to change a, a wonky forehand that's got the wrong grip or your elbow's out and you're, and you're not swinging through the hitting zone, it's time to change those now, especially with kids with palm up serve grips. Like they don't hold a continental grip. They'll, they're lifting with the palm. And they toss it behind them and they get it over the net and they win a match, right? They'll win a UCR and they don't want to change it. Because, number one, it's frustrating. Change is not fun. It's difficult. It's frustrating. You're not good for a while. You lose. But it's very hard for a kid to look beyond his years. At 12 years old, who cares if you lose? Your your fundamentals have got to be right. If your fundamentals are strong in this game, you really don't have to teach much strategy. So if you look at it this way, Santi, if I learn how to hit every stroke properly from every part of the court, I really can do whatever I want. I don't really need to worry about saying, okay, uh, I'm in a bad position here because my backhand's no good, so i got to think of a strategy to maximize my forehand. If you really can hit every stroke, which is hard you can really do anything strategically. And that was the quote I was telling the kids. The Federer was saying um, there was an interview with him, and he was number one in the world, I think it was 2017, 18. He was 37, 38. And they were like, how are you still number one? And he was like, well, I have an all-court game. They don't teach that anymore. They don't teach all-court games. They don't teach moving forward. They don't teach underspin balls. They don't teach, oh, okay, let's roll this one. Let's not hit everyone, you know, it's not redline every ball. I mean, that was that, well, I was talking about that uh, Chuck Creasy, who's the coach who teaches, uh, who does, uh, or I think it's Ed Crass, who does one on one doubles. That's a great tool. We did it last Sunday for the kids to move forward. One on one doubles means you're playing cross court, you hit the serve, you have to come in. You have to come in on the first and second serve. You get two points for winning the point at the net. The returner should try to come in. It's not a rule, but it makes people come forward. People just don't like to come forward anymore. And I think if they learn to do that, It's really going to make their game better. It's going to give you options. When you go out on the court, you need options. You need tools. You need to be able to say, okay, this is not working. Let me slice a low ball to somebody. Let me try to come in on this ball. Let me try to shorten this point. But if you don't have the tools, you can't do it. So if you're 11, 12, 13, and you're winning... You're winning because, I don't know, somebody's got to win when they're 11 or 12, right? So you've got to make sure that the strokes and the fundamentals are correct because you're going to hit a wall. There's plenty of kids that I told they were winning. Like, they'll play 20 feet behind the baseline. They'll play defense the whole time. The younger kid will get frustrated, not know what to do. The other kids don't come forward, so they just try to bang right through the kid, and all he's going to do is block the ball back, and he wins, and I would tell that student, I'm like, you're going to hit a wall. When you, hit, when you get to 17, 18, all of those kids are going to step in on the ball and they're going to find the angle and they're gonna, great players will step inside the court and they're going to dictate to you. You've got to be very careful winning a certain way and getting married to it. It's, again, we always equate these things back to business. It's like making money a certain way and you get married to it and then you don't want to change it. And then everything passes you by. You know, I was uh, we were talking about the pickleball thing. Uh, there's too many tennis professionals that are just like, this is not a real sport. This is not, you know, this is not tennis. This is not, it's taking over tennis. Like, what are you getting so romantic about it for? People like the sport. The market's deciding. They want to play it. They enjoy it. They're having a good time. What else is there? What... What type of reality have you created that something is correct and then something is not correct? You know, I mean, tennis is a harder sport to play. People don't want to sit there and be frustrated all day. They want to come out. A a client that I hadn't seen in a while came out, started playing pickleball. She's played tennis. Couldn't cover the court as well. She's playing pickleball. She loves it. Why shouldn't she enjoy herself? You know, (laughs) I never understood that. And that's what happens when you get married to something and you don't move with what the market tells you. And you have to, and it's the same thing, getting married to a specific way to win, be getting married to a specific way to make money. You can't get married to it. So player development, very important. Learn every shot. Learn every shot you can. Repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Take it slow. You want to be one of those turtles learning the game. You want to spend your time between 10... And say even 15, maybe when you get to 16, 17, you're starting to worry about what colleges think and what we, some results. But if you start at nine, spend six years just working on all your technique, you can play matches, true too. But don't worry, and it's hard. It's not. It's the parent telling them, don't worry about results. I just want your game to get better and better. And we always talked about that one percent rule. Just one percent better each week, and you're 52 percent better at the end of the year. That's what you have to think about. And I think about with business the same way. Don't, like, don't get married to something. Make sure you are aware of all of these things that are going on. It's very important to be aware that you know some things need your attention. And if, if the fact that you may not like it or think it's not right, it's really got nothing to do with you. It's got to do with what the market really says. You can't like, tell people, don't do this because I don't believe in it. It's the way it is. So I I think that was on my mind this week. The Vonnegut quote is great. Take a step back to go in the right direction. It's very important to do that. And uh, don't think that something doesn't happen right away. It's not not correct. Now, there's two different lines. There's a line between delusion and taking a step back persevering and understanding, right? You don't, you know, again, like we've, we've talked about this too. I don't go and go on the voice and try to be a singer, right? I'm just not a singer, right? I can't sing, right? It's not my, me- I could practice for 75 hours. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be Beyonce. You know, that's the way it goes. But if you have aptitude, but you, you know, you have some holes in your game and holes in this, you know, you know, these singers go to a voice, have voice lessons all the time, right? You learn. So if you have aptitude, be willing to take a step back, to move in the right direction. Work on your t- fundamentals. Work on your techniques, because that's going to be the base for you to be successful. You're going to be able to have more tools in your, in, your, in your toolbox, more shots in your bag, and that's what you need. So if you want to equate it with business, it's the same thing. Don't shoot things out. Don't shut them out. If uh, you're making money one way or being successful one way, don't get married to it, because it changes real quick. That's really all I had, Santi, today um hopefully this will help people with anything they do practicing wise realizing you're not a failure if you take a step back and uh, you know we, we we've said this with employees too it's a hard conversation actually have it all the time and say it's in it's you know it's my job to say okay you know let's take a step back maybe these this role is not the best for you we believe in you, and it's hard for people to hear that, you know, say they're not great at one thing and say, okay, I think we should have you do something else and double down on what we think you are good at right now and then take a step back and work on those things that are negatives. It's hard for people. It's hard for people to get an opinion of themselves. It's not easy. Like, who, who likes it? I mean, I wouldn't like it either when someone tells me, like, look, you're not good at this. That's why the reviews are great when they go upwards. And I wish you guys would be more honest with me with reviews too. Like I always ask you guys, you know, what do I need to do? What do I need to improve? And sometimes people say things honestly, it's not great to hear, but it's but it's important. And I think brutal honesty is important in those things. And I think you have to do it because you're you're actually worried about the person developing. You're more concerned about their long term success than just saying, OK, let's give this person what they want right now. Even a student, like just giving them what they want, saying, OK, we won't change the forehand. Let's make them happy. Same thing with an employee. Say, OK, he's doing these hours. Let's not change it all. Let's just keep him happy because he's, uh, he, wants, he wants to make money and he wants to be busy. But in the long term, it's going to hurt everybody. So don't be afraid if you're, in a, if you're in a leading role to take a step back and tell someone to. And don't be afraid for yourself it's going to end up going in the right direction. If you really, really have a lot of self-awareness and someone helps you realize that and you take that step back, it's just a step in the right direction. Anything, Santi? Have any uh, thoughts about your own personal development? No, okay. Okay, that's good. Okay, everybody, hopefully this helps. Don't be afraid. Change it, change course, take a step back. Thanks. Hey, everybody, hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.